0: Yes, I know what you think of me. You never have, Never have, never should've, never should've, never
1: shut up. Good morning everybody. Today is Tuesday, August fifteenth, two thousand twenty-three. I'm your host, Steve French Junior, and today we pulled Scarlet's Walk. I couldn't think of a better song to pull to celebrate Trump's fourth indictment day. We are here talking about America in the song Scarlet's Walk. I believe Scarlet is a substitute for the land. She is a substitute for a woman. She's a red haired, a red, a flame haired woman walking across the country. But I think in the song, in the title track from Scarlet's Walk, I think Scarlet substitutes for America. And the sheriff is the white man. The sheriff is. In this particular case, anyone who has tried to steal the land, for example an election, for example, I have to tell you, waking up to this news, I'm doing the show a little late today, but I'm still doing it today because I'm so thrilled about the news. This fourth indictment brings with it a whole other just shit show of problems. Not my fault. I didn't do it. Donald Trump, he did it. So this indictment carries with it racketeering charges, RICO charges, which are racketeering and influenced and corrupt organizations charges, which means that he's being charged like the mafia. He's being charged for conspiracy so that they recognize that it's a conspiracy and that he was the leader of a conspiracy. To overturn the election, to defraud the election, he said things such as, it's embarrassing that we lost. We can't let them find out that we lost. Things that prove that he knew he lost. So they're charging him with racketeering charges, including a host of other people. The most famous name you probably recognize, Rudy Giuliani. So I'm going to spend today reclaiming, I think the bag wants us to reclaim our land, reclaim our voice, and in order to do that today, I am going to annotate for you the Georgia indictment, and what's exciting about the Georgia indictment is that they do not have pardons on the books. You can get pardoned. You have to serve a a minimum amount of your sentence, like a third of your sentence before you can get pardoned. It's just the way their constitution works. There's no governor that can pardon you. It has to go through the pardons and parole board. And you have to serve like at least a third of your sentence, which in his, he's like 77 years old. So a third of his sentence is like 20 years. So it's very exciting, and it seems like they are holding nothing back. They are demanding he be there to get a mug shot. This is the thing, is up until now, he's been given special treatment. Whether he wants to pop off at the mouth or not, he's been given special treatment. He hasn't been forced to take a mug shot. He hasn't had to give up his passport. He's been able to travel. Even though he keeps threatening potential witnesses and the judge on, on Truth Social, threatening to come after you, come after me, I'll come after you going on, making these statements, he still is given these special considerations, but in Georgia, it doesn't seem like they're gonna do that. Georgia is fed up, honey call me Georgia. We are fed up, honey. I'm living for Georgia. So the Trump Georgia indictment annotated, this is just released. There's 41 counts of the Georgia indictment. 22 counts are related to forgery or false documents and statements. Eight counts are related to soliciting or impersonating public officers. Three counts are related to influencing witnesses. Three counts are related to election fraud or defrauding the state. Three counts are related to computer tampering. One count is related to racketeering and one count is related to perjury. Wonderful names in this document. You've got Donald John Trump, Rudolph, William, Lewis, Giuliani. You've got Mark Meadows is in here. Everybody makes an appearance. It's like a a cameo when someone on a soap dies and everybody comes back, you know? It's like, oh, they're all just kind of there for their two lines, but that's what's happening. Put them all away. Get them all off the screen. I watched this TikTok and someone was like, the more you indict, the more we vote. I'm like, okay, keep voting. Keep voting. This is embarrassing. You're embarrassing. Everybody's embarrassing. Like, you're really going to get up in public and say that the more we you indict, the more we vote. It's so embarrassing. Anyway, it's just funny. What a good way to start the day. I'm delighted. Do you hear the delight in my voice? I'm delighted. I'm tired, but I'm delighted. Okay, things you need to know. Let me look. I'm scrolling through the indictment, the legit itself indictment this 90 how many pages is this this is a 90 some odd page indictment count one violation of the georgia rico which is the racketeer influenced and corrupt organizations act oh my god i'm going to scroll to page 16 which is the acts that he committed act one. Oh no False statements to the solicitation of state legislators. Members of the Enterprise, including several of the defendants, appeared at hearings in Fulton County, Georgia before members of the General Georgia Assembly on December 3rd, 2020, December 10th, 2020, and December 30th, 2020. At these hearings, members of the Enterprise made false statements concerning fraud in the presidential election. The purpose of these false statements was to persuade Georgia legislators to reject lawful electoral votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia. Members of the they are not giving up and I love it. You know it was a Virgo who wrote this indictment. False statements to the solicitation of high-ranking state officials. Let me just give you the highlights. Unlawful breach of election equipment in Georgia and elsewhere. Now here's what's interesting. Members of this enterprise, the Donald J. Trump enterprise, including several of the defendants corruptly conspired in Fulton County, Georgia, and elsewhere to unlawfully access secure voting equipment and voter data. I don't think this is something that we knew before. They actually went into the voting booths in Georgia. Members of the enterprise stole data, including ballot images, voting equipment software, and personal voter information. The stolen data was was then distributed to other members of the enterprise including members in other states they then proceeded to commit perjury and proceedings in Fulton County and elsewhere to further their conspiracy and to cover up what they had done so that's exciting to hear because that is, I mean, it's really sad to hear, but it's exciting to hear that they've got him. They've, got, they wouldn't be bringing these charges if they didn't have the evidence, and that's the, that's the exciting part, is what I'm saying. The more you indict, the more we vote. It's so dumb, and you have 17 other tools. You have 17 other awful, ugly tool bags to choose from, who aren't facing 93 now, 93 counts in several different indictments. You have 17 other. Chumps! You have seventeen ugly people to vote for, and you're gonna choose the ugliest of them all. Did you hear? that you remember that doctor? Oh, this is just you do. This is truth. This is truth. Social. Do you remember that doctor who said that Donald Trump wasn't fat? What was his name? I can't remember his name right at the top of my head. He was a doctor who went on literal national television and literally lied to our faces and said that donald trump wasn't fat do you remember that doctor he got arrested yesterday because a child he was like at a state fair or something let me find the truthful information i don't want to be spreading lies i don't want to be spreading lies when i'm talking about the biggest liar of them all hold on okay i'm sorry this didn't happen last night this happened several days ago about a week ago he was at the rodeo And a teenager collapsed at the rodeo, and he put a gumball in the teenager's mouth. He swears he wasn't drinking. He put a gumball in the teenager's mouth. And later said it was to help the child who he thought was having, like, a diabetic reaction or, like, a sugar, blood sugar thing to help spike their blood sugar, which makes no sense because most gum is sugar-free anyway. It's so stupid. But anyway, apparently, let me read this to you. On Saturday, July 29, 2023, I was at the White Deer Rodeo and Concert. At approximately 11:40 p.m., I was standing at the secured area behind the stage with Chief Deputy J.C. Blackburn. We were notified of a medical north of our location near the dance floor. I walked to the location, observed, and observed a female on the ground. Captain Richardson was there, and bystanders were attending to the victim, who appeared to be conscious and breathing but somewhat disoriented. According to information on the page from Dispatch, the victim had had a seizure. I radioed Dispatch and instructed them to advise the ambulance and approach through the south gate, which is west of the stage. Blah blah blah. I walked to the north gate. And was met by Chief Deputy Black. Blackburn, a black SUV, which I later learned contained Jackson, Donald Trump's He's Not Fat Doctor. Jackson was pulling away as I arrived. Blackburn told me that Trooper Young had asked people to step back and give EMS room to work on this teenager who had collapsed. While doing so, he encountered Mr. Jackson, who did not comply with the Trooper Young's instructions, and a confrontation occurred. While this teenager is collapsed on the ground, he's confronting this state trooper blackburn told me that jackson was very angry and was very aggressive he stated that after being asked to step back multiple times jackson aggressively advanced toward young and deputy daniels deputy alexander stepped between them to de-escalate the situation when jackson did not comply the two deputies put him on the ground and detained him with handcuffs blackburn stated that he arrived at about the time and they walked jackson out the north gate and removed the handcuffs trooper young followed and jackson yelled and tried to get back to trooper young several more times blackburn told me that jackson was motherfucking everyone and threatened to beat Young ass. Blackburn said that some effort had... Anyway, this teenager's on the ground. I don't know how I got sidetracked. This teenager's on the ground, collapsed, and Ronald Jackson, Trump's doctor is causing an incident is causing a scene because he didn't like being told to get back and you know what happened he was like i'm a doctor i'm a doctor and they're like get back and he just didn't like that and god anyway we're going back to the indictment sorry i don't know how i got sidetracked on or about the fourth day of november 2020 donald trump made a nationally televised speech falsely declaring victory in the 2020 presidential election approximately four days earlier on or about october 31st 2020 donald trump discussed a draft speech with unindicted Co conspirator individual one, whose identity is known to the grand jury, that falsely declared victory and falsely claimed voter fraud. The speech was an overt act of furtherance of the conspiracy. On or about the fifteenth of November of that year, Donald J. Trump placed a telephone call to unindicted co conspirator individual number two, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and left an approximately eighty three second long voicemail message for unindicted co conspirator individual two, making statements concerning fraud in the November third election in Fulton County, Georgia. The telephone call was an overt act of Furtherance of the conspiracy on or about the 19th day of November, Rudolph Giuliani, Rudy, and an indicted co-conspirator number three, whose identity is known, appeared at a press conference at the Republican National Committee on behalf of Donald J. Trump and Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated and made false statements concerning fraud in the presidential election in Georgia and elsewhere. These were overt acts of furtherance of the conspiracy this is exciting and then they just list they continue to list all these people who Jenna Ellis all these people who kept saying that he won the election furthering their conspiracy Mark Meadows on the first day of December 2020 and the 31st day of December 2020 Mark Meadows and Donald Trump met with John McEntee and requested that McEntee prepare a memorandum outlining a strategy for disrupting and delaying the joint session of Congress on January 6th the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and other states. The strategy included having Vice President Mike Pence count only half of the electoral votes from certain states and then return the remaining electoral votes to state legislators. The request was an overt act of furtherance of the conspiracy... Honor about the third day of December 2020, Donald J. Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at RealDonaldTrump. Trump. Georgia hearings now on at O A-N-N. Amazing. This is was an overt act of furtherance of the conspiracy. Oh, they've got the tweets. They got the tweets. But I thought that was deleted. Honor about the third day of December, Giuliani. "...committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of 161020 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following statements, false statements and representations to members of the Georgia Senate, that at least 96,000 mail-in ballots were counted... Despite there being no record of those ballots having been returned to a county elections office and that the Dominion voting systems equipment mistakenly recorded 6,000 votes for Biden when the votes were actually cast for Donald Trump, he made these false statements that those things had happened and they did not happen. You know what? At a certain point, I'm sorry, you know, I don't think I've ever been gaslit at this level and I'm not taking away their agency like Giuliani and Mark Meadows and all of these people that... Have blindly followed him, and the reason I think that they're blindly following him, they're not blindly following him. That takes away their agency. They are following him willfully and purposefully. And the reason I think, someone said, did I talk about this? Someone said, I've seen the GOP. I've seen them focus their hate on gay people. I've seen them focus their hate on women. I've seen them focus their hate on Muslims. I've seen them focus their hate on the Latino people when they were all rapists. I've seen them focus their hate on again gay and lesbian people, and now trans people, and it's just continuing and. Perpetuating the cycle of hate, it's just like the class is different, but it's always someone. There's always an enemy. And if you look at the at least in my lifetime, the 31 and a half years that I've been alive, there have been so many different classes of people that the GOP has targeted, right? And that it's it's it should be classified, in my opinion, as a hate as a hate organization. I'm saying that right here. It's just about it's hate rhetoric. So what I think is happening is that these men These ugly, by the way, just really, and there's worse things than being ugly, God bless, but it belies an ineffectiveness, you know? Nobody cares. Nobody's looking at you as a leader, and you're pasty, you're pudgy, you're boring, you have no taste, and you're clinging to your power. That's all that you have, and you've met the charismatic most pudgy of them all king high pudge who's saying that you matter who's saying that your voice as a disgusting out of touch balding white uggo matters And that's why they're willfully, they, they, they want the power that they think that he provides. That's how, that's how Giuliani got himself into this mess. Although I have problems, I had problems with Giuliani since the demolition of Times Square, since the Disneyfication of Times Square. I've had problems with Giuliani since then. So... Send him to prison for that. Send him to prison for removing the glory holes. Send him to prison for taking out the adult movie theaters on Times Square. Where are we supposed to go? The Virgin Megastore? God. Okay, what else is in this indictment? (laughs) On or about the third day of December, Donald J. Trump caused to be tweeted, People in Georgia got caught cold, bringing in massive numbers of ballots and putting them in voting machines. Great job, Brian Kemp, Georgia. This was an overt act of furtherance of the conspiracy. Oh, they got the tweets. Oh my God, phone calls. Oh, I want to read more tweets. Cause to be tweeted on the sixth day of December from the real from the Twitter account, Real Donald Trump. Gee, what a surprise. Has anyone informed the so-called says he has no power to do anything, Governor Brian Kemp and his puppet Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, Georgia, that they could easily solve this mess and win? Signature verification and call a special session. So easy. And then they link to the tweet. This was an overt act of conspiracy. Further into the conspiracy. Oh my god. Well, you know. It was hell going through it, but the justice is really bringing a healing to the land. We are scarlet right now, and someone has walked all over us, haven't they? We're taking back our power, and I encourage you to read this indictment. It is um, better than any Days of Our Lives episode that I've ever seen in my entire life, except the time that Carly was getting buried alive. That still takes the cake. This beats Marlena's possession. This beats Marlena's possession because this is real possession. This is real demons trying to possess this country. That's why it takes the cake. But buried alive being buried alive is still my greatest fear aside from rats. Okay, on the 14th of December 2020, Donald Trump tweeted what a fool governor Brian Kemp Georgia of Georgia is. Could have been so easy, but now we have to do it the hard way. Demand this clown call a special session and open up signature verification now. Otherwise could be a bad day for two great senators on January 5th. This was an overt act of furtherance of the conspiracy, false statements influencing witnesses, you know what? And this doesn't even bring us to January 6th. Finally, we're on January 6th. I'm on page 60 of this indictment. We're still barely, we're not even at January 6th yet. January 6th begins at page 62. On or about the 6th day of January 2021, Donald J. Trump appeared and spoke at a rally at the Ellipse in Washington, D.C. During the rally, Donald J. Trump made false statements concerning fraud in November 3rd, 2020, presidential election in Georgia and elsewhere. Solicited Vice President Mike Pence to disrupt and delay the joint session of Congress, the day prescribed by law for counting votes, cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and other states, and encouraged those in attendance at the rally to... March to the United States Capitol. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. They are treating this like a racketeering conspiracy. Everything is going back to the conspiracy, which makes, which is true. It's true. It's the way to treat it, but it makes it so much worse. As far as jail time, it is a conspiracy. Oh boy. Imagine being led to your death by Donald Trump you've seen his hair blow the wrong way in the breeze imagine that man leading you to your death like you're going to jail because you <laughs> you perpetuated the lie that he won you got nothing out of it you really got nothing out of it it's your own it's your own hubris it's your own folly point to any shakespeare play is this the scottish play is he You know what? I have to reread the Scottish play. I'm going to reread the Scottish play this week because I think he might be, I think this might be, they're trying to usurp the throne. That's what's happening. Oh, I need to see another production of this. You know what? On or about the sixth day of January 2021, Donald Trump tweeted, If Vice President Mike Pence comes through for us, we will win the presidency. Many states want to decertify the mistake they made in certifying incorrect and even fraudulent numbers in a process not approved by their state. Mike can send it back this was an overt act of furtherance of the conspiracy he tweeted do it Mike this is a time for extreme courage furtherance of the conspiracy he tweeted he would go down as a wimp furtherance of the conspiracy John Eastman sent an email (laughs) to counsel to the vice president Greg Jacob that states so this is Mike Pence's lawyer and John Charles Eastman on January 6th sent this email the Senate and House have both violated the electoral count act this evening they debated the the Arizona objections for more than two hours, violation of 3 U.S.C. 17, and the vice president allowed further debate or statements by leadership after the question had been voted upon, violation of 3 U.S.C. 17, and they had the debate upon motion approved by the VP in violation of the requirement of 3 U.S.C. 15 that after the vote in the separate houses, they shall immediately again meet. So now that the precedent has been set that the Electoral Count Act is not quite so sacrosanct as was previously claimed, I implore you to consider one more relatively minor violation and adjourn for 10 days to allow the legislators to finish their investigations, as well as to allow a full forensic audit of the massive amount of illegal activity that has occurred here. If none of that moves the needle, at least a good portion of the 75 million people who supported President Trump will have seen a process that allowed the illegality to be aired. This was an overt act of furtherance of the conspiracy. They talked about the unlawful breach of election equipment. One of the unique plots charged in this indictment is a scheme to breach voting machines Machines in Coffee County, Georgia, in an apparent effort to gain access to the machine's software code. The plotters included the pro-Trump lawyer Sidney Powell, apparently thought obtaining the code would help them prove that the machines had been used in a conspiracy to flip votes away from Mr. Trump, so they tried to get the voting machine codes. This is wild. Well, good morning. Happy Wednesday, although it's Tuesday. I hope you have a happy Wednesday too. I'm just going to jump ahead and say that Wednesday is going to happen. You know, you always are supposed to live in the moment. For today, I'm just going to assume tomorrow will come. You know, you're not supposed to count on tomorrow. You're never supposed to count on tomorrow. But today, I'm counting on you tomorrow. I'm counting on tomorrow today because I want to see, I want to see all of this. I want to see all of this through. I am glued to my television. I'm glued to this PDF file. I'm going to read it thoroughly today. I have a lot to do, but I'll find time. Have a wonderful day, everybody. If not today, when?
0: she's ready now. I think that she's been preparing for this and breaking herself down and letting herself soar and shedding ideas and ways of being to be able to take this in. You know, this is a climax for her.